Hey there, it's Lacey J from Space Bear Media, the makers of Lost in My 40s. Did you know that Space Bear Media also has a YouTube page where you can go to watch a video pre-show before every podcast episode? If you haven't watched it yet, stop, go there, do so, and then come back. Hello and welcome to Lost in My 40s. We've made it to episode 13 somehow. This is the one where I think Shannon may run away with losing the power rankings. <laughs> it is a boon episode called Hearts and Minds. going to be presented by Ben, but first, Benjamin, can you update us on those power rankings? Yeah, uh, there wasn't a whole lot of movement last week. Kate is still running strong in first place with Locke just behind. Uh, and Jack just behind him rounding out third. And then, of course, at the bottom of the barrel, we've still got Shannon and then uh, Sawyer and Michael. Yeah, interesting. All right. I think we're going to have, well, Shannon's going to run away with it today uh, uh, with losing. I'm fairly certain of it. <laughs> um, but I am curious about what happens with Michael next week. Until then, Ben. Take it away. Yeah. So episode 13, Hearts and Minds. Um, so once again, we start with the open eye shot. And this time it's Boone's eye. He's on the beach and he's looking at Shannon um, as Saeed brings something to her. Um, and there's sort of like dissonant string music while this is happening. And his eyebrows are like fucking epically arched, like. Yeah, he looks crazed. He looks like, he crazed. He looks absolutely crazed. It looks like the eyebrows are going to pull out weapons or like something bad is going to happen. Yeah. He's been spending a little too much time with Locke, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of creepy <laughs> stare going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Said, he brings uh, Shannon uh, a present for helping with the French translations. And he, you can tell in this case, like, Shannon is totally like eye fucking him. Yeah, he's fucking hot. <laughs> and he he I guess he found some shoes for her um amongst the wreckage. Nothing more romantic than pulling the slippers off the foot of a dead person, but <laughs> <laughs> This is island life. Yeah, then. it's a small and brackish <laughs> pool. They look like they were in a shoebox though. They were in a shoebox. Yeah. yeah. It it makes you wonder if somebody was like bringing shoes Home from vacation, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. He's being Prince Charming, bringing her the shoes. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's true. Since we don't have a cobbler. <laughs> that, you know what? That's true. You see, Ben? You see what, Ben? You're just ragging on poor Saeed, and here he is filling the role that you've been clamoring for since, I think, episode one, a shoe guy. Well, I mean, there's making <laughs> shoes, and then there's giving somebody shoes. I think okay, I think well, giving Shannon you know, like Shannon victories. doesn't. <laughs> Shannon's generally worthless, so giving her shoes is sort of a sort of a waste of resources. Oh, that's what it's it not is. like he's giving her like hiking boots. They're clearly like <laughs> yeah, they look like girly sandals, girly shoes. Yeah, yeah, something that she could probably like latch on her uh, her hoop earrings while while he's fucking her. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
So she oh, says that, you know, they're, they're a size off, but um, she loves them. And she makes some joke about her, her feet swelling. And uh, I don't think that's a joke. That's probably <laughs> would happen if you were stranded on a hot, deserted island. I, think I thought you were going to say a hot, a hot Iraqi guy. Um, <laughs> so so Saeed says, <laughs> yeah. So Saeed says, another mysterious force of the island. You're getting the Saeed's accent down, too. Let's yeah, this is actually fairly easy. Um, uh, so Hurley comes up to Boone and asks him why, if he and Locke have been hunting boar so much, why they don't, why haven't they brought anything back? He says, like, we haven't had any pork in a week. And Boone's like, well, you know, we're we're hunting, I assure you. And then Hurley kind of comp. Yeah, and Hurley kind of comments, <laughs> like, people, people need food. I think he says, like, this isn't a game, dude, or something like that. I actually dude. wrote that quote down. It was, this isn't a game, man. There man. You go. man. Yeah, but dude is a good guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's either a man or dude. Yeah. He, he was a boy, and then he started to run a business, and then he was a man. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking boy. I'm a businessman. I had a business. And he doesn't even. His mother no. owns a business. That yeah, he's yeah. like, yeah, exactly. pointed him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. yeah it was a C- I thought it was CFO, but whatever. Is it CFO? This yeah. guy's in charge of... The money? No, that can't be right. <laughs> well, he was cutting checks left and right. Anywho. Oh, that's um, true. And we go to our first flashback where Boone is at the tennis courts of some uh, swanky country club with some some blonde girl on his arm. Um, his phone rings. And I noticed when this happened, that, um, I can't remember exactly what the model of this phone was, but I know it was a Samsung because I had the exact same phone. It was like that blue oh, flip way phone. back in the day. Yeah. Oh, flip phone era, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was actually working for T-Mobile selling those things at the time. I can remember getting a flip phone and thinking that that was the coolest fucking thing. Oh, yeah. They were pretty cool. They were they looked just like Star Star Trek communicators. Oh, I got that yeah. razor. I had that razor <laughs> phone. Yeah. That was pretty badass back then. Oh, I got, I had actually, my first, my first cell phone was when you got the razor, Lacey. Me, yeah, I did yeah, have the razor, but my that. first, my first uh, cell phone was the Nokia with the f- different color fronts that would like snap on oh, and yeah. off. Do you remember those? You yeah. could like change the color and the design. Yeah, and they were indestructible. Yes, yeah. yeah. My first phone was a Primeco phone. I don't even know what that is. No. That's when we worked back at Depot back in the mid-90s. Yeah. Oh, mid-90s? Yeah, no, mid-90s, I had a pager. I had a pager, too. I felt badass. (laughs) A pager and a cell phone. Oh, my God. That was a shit. We've gone off on this we're old tangent. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I never had a a pager. I was never that that important. Of what? Um, To to need a pager? pager? Oh, I wasn't important. I just didn't. A lot of drugs and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, cool. And, so we're on anywho, the tennis court. <laughs> so, so he's talking on the phone, um, and it's Shannon on the other end of the line. And he asks her how she is, and she says, "You know, things aren't good." And then she starts screaming at somebody. She's like, "Stay away from me! Stay away from me!" Um, and then she says she can't talk right now, but she tells him he asks where she is, and she tells him she's in. He's in. She's in Sydney. Um, assuming he, she means Australia and not somebody named Sydney. Um, (laughs) (laughs) She says Australia. Yeah. At the end, she said Australia. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm knee deep in Sydney. Okay. (laughs) Anywho. You know what? You know what? I was going back through, you know, editing some of the 
previous episodes and and the more I listen to them, it's like at least 35% of the conversation is about fucking like it or masturbation. Um, we are horny people. I just want to throw that out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to know that. for me in my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> Am I on a delay? What just happened? I don't know. Did, you, did that have to sink in for a second? No, we just all had a delayed reaction, I think. Yes. That yeah. was fucking yeah. hilarious. Okay. Wow. Sorry, Ben. So we're in Australia. <laughs> She's no. in Australia. She's in Australia. She's right. knee deep in Sydney. Um, then we cut right. back to the present on the beach. Um, Boone walks up to Saeed and basically says, stay away from my sister. And Saeed immediately, you can tell he's a little amused by this. And he's like, so basically, are you giving me an order? Boone says, it's like, it's just a suggestion. This is a great conversation that they yeah. have. It's, a good it's so ridiculous. Yeah. Yep. And, and he said, and if I were you, I'd listen. And then again, Saeed even seems more amused. Mm-hmm. Saeed's like, I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. Well, really? I mean, he's uh, like, I was in the Iraqi guard, you little pissing. Yeah. Get the yeah. fuck out of well, here. That was, that was interrogating and torturing <laughs> yeah. people. You're nothing. Fuck are you? Yeah, while you were at boarding school. Right. Basically. <laughs> and, and Boone says, you mean the Republican guard, Saeed? Is that what you mean? <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what Boone said. And then Saeed shot him. And <laughs> <laughs> the end. And hold anyway. On, hold, on, hold on. I and, didn't see that part. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, Saeed says, well, you know, what if I don't? I, I'd love if I don't listen. <laughs> I love this scene because, like, okay, from so from good. going on what we know later is like, is there such a thing as like a sister cuckold? Ew. Ew. Yeah, and I was not? wondering that when Can I saw this <laughs> because when this scene was, I was like, why is he so jealous? Yeah, yeah. seriously. And if yeah. and if that is a thing, then Saeed is owning it like a fucking boss. Um, <laughs> okay, so you know, breaking up that little tense situation, Boone. Comes pop or lock comes popping in from the background, says that they that he found some more boar tracks down by the stream, and then Boone, uh, like a good little lackey, follows him into the woods. And then we cut to this sort of montage of them walking through the woods and walking ac- across the stream, and Locke is kind of telling Boone that he needs to put his uh, put aside his differences with Said. He says, um, like we're gonna need we're gonna need him on our side. He's he's important basically. Um. And then Boone says, yeah, well, well he, he's a yeah. badass, basically. Yeah, and yeah, Locke exactly. knows it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, you know, of course, Boone, what he's saying is, well, he's hitting on my sister. And Locke is like, okay, <laughs> wow. Um, you really know how to play the long game, buddy. Why do you um, care? Yeah. yeah, seriously. Yeah. Um, but already, like, Boone, it's, you know, and we see this a lot through the next couple episodes, like, where you, you're starting to understand that Boone, he, like, he just, or Locke just knows things. He knows things that are going to happen, or he, you, he he senses things that are going to happen, and you can already tell he's starting to try to like kind of pull people to his side, which oh, I th- sure. I think with 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 Boone especially. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to say too much because uh, I don't feel like earmuffing Derek right now, but yeah, you're touching on sort of the last half of this first season how how things. Um, divide up amongst yeah. the camp i suppose yeah, yeah. and i think at yeah. the end of this episode it becomes like really really clear um, yeah, absolutely this specific relationship anyway um but anyway uh boone tells Locke that um that people are are asking questions why they're not bringing back any food 
Um, and Locke says, well, you know, people can eat fruit and veggies and, and fish or whatever. Um, and says like, you know, the thing that we're doing here is actually more important. Um, and then they start to move some leaves and some brush off of the, the jungle floor. Um, and then we see the hatch and Locke says right now, this is our priority. And then, uh, we cut to the, to the title card. Yeah. And at this point they've got what, maybe like a five foot diameter circle, I guess, sort of cleared off the hatch and you yeah. can see. Doesn't seem he, like they've done that much. Th- that's what I thought too. Yeah, I was it's like, weird. Right, right. They just move like six vines and, and I mean, there this it is. day 24 and I'm like, you really, if you're excavating this, you should be making some progress. Yeah, which yeah, is I, amazing. I think it's, it had been two days, right, since they found it, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And which yeah. is, which is funny that you say that. They could have done more with your hands that. and in 30 right. seconds. Yeah, it's funny that you say that, Derek, because if I remember correctly, we, we will come to a point in the next several episodes where the excavation, it seems too quick, whereas now it seems too slow, which is funny. But what we can see as a as a new viewer is like a, about a five-foot diameter circle they clear off, right? And there's, yeah. you know, you, you can see um, clearly that it's a hatch now as opposed to... Like, just a piece just of metal. They don't metal. have shovels, so, you know. No, they don't have shovels, which <laughs> no. is why, like, when we get to later toward the end of season one, the excavation that they've done on it, you're kind of like, hmm, <laughs> hmm. <laughs> how did we how did we manage that? But anyways. Coconut. So we come back, come back to the title screen where Hurley is uh, collecting leaves uh, from just walking around, pulling leaves off of plants. This is another beautiful fucking scene. It's like yes. two, like, right in a row in this episode. Jack walks up and then Hurley asks Jack, he's like, hey, you're a doctor, right? Anything I tell you or ask you or whatever will be confidential. Jack's like, yeah. Um, Hurley says he's not feeling so good that he's had a, a digestive crisis. <laughs> I don't know why the way you use the word crisis made me laugh, but yeah, he's shitting his pants. Yeah. Um, and Jack asks him what he's been eating and he just starts listing off basically every fruit on the island. Too much fiber. I wrote them all down. Bananas, papayas, mangoes, guava, passion fruit, coconut, and starfruit. There you go. You know, the usual. <laughs> the, yeah, the, the, the usual. Island diet. <laughs> Jack is like, well, Jin's been catching fish. And, of course, Hurley doesn't want to take a fish from Jin because he, he thinks Jin doesn't like him. Because in the one of the first episodes, he offered him a sea urchin. And, and Hurley was like, no, yeah, dude. Yeah, like, no way. So now he thinks he, like, insulted Jin's family honor or some shit like that. <laughs> Um, and, uh, so then Jack asks Hurley, um, if he's actually eating the leaves that he's picking and Hurley says, these aren't for eating. Um, and then, uh, you know, the way, the way I thought this was like, Jack asks, what, what is he using them for? Hurley says, uh, depends. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh my God. You've, and you've been waiting days to say that. I know it. Mm. Uh, no, I just I came up with that one last night. Actually. Oh, all right, just so one, it's just only like eighteen we hours, maybe. <laughs> now I was just reading now, back through this, and now yeah. I'm picturing Hurley in a leaf diaper. So thank there you. you there you go. There you go. Ooh, yeah. Not no, a good, not, a, not a good pick. <laughs> Hashtag old people diapers. Hashtag sponsor us. You want depends to sponsor us? <laughs> I don't give a shit at this point. Well, you know why not. Why not? Shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're already talking about her. Once. We're already talking about her flip phones. It's not that far away, y'all. <laughs> oh shit! I wore them exactly. once. I had a kidney. Pro- I had a kidney oh. problem, and then I couldn't pee. 
but I felt like I had to. So I put on the Depends because I was like, I can't leave the bathroom unless I'm wearing Depends. So I made Caleb go to the store and buy them for me. Oh, he must have loved that. Hi, yeah. I'm just here for my mm-hmm. wife's diapers. Oh, he's <laughs> awesome. So he went and got them. But yeah, I, I wore Depends until I was able to pee again. So, Wow. That sucks. Yeah, yeah your hair looks really good today. Thanks. Christy, are you going somewhere? Nope. Just to the All island. Right. With friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. We're doing, Barley. we're actually recording an episode. Yeah. So yeah. go ahead, Ben. <laughs> anyway, we come back to the jungle and it uh, looks like Kate is on her knees, giggity, collecting fruits or something. <laughs> uh, Jack walks up and sees her there and then he just kind of hangs back, you know, little, little creeper style. Um, he doesn't say anything. And then Kat, you know, or Kate just sort of smiles and she's like, I can see you, Jack. Um, Jack tells her like that he wasn't hiding. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, I just didn't want to disrupt you from whatever you're doing. Um, and this is, they, they start actually getting a little, a little kind of playful here, kind of flirty. And she says, it's not a secret. Um, and he's like, well, sometimes it's hard to tell with you. So then she shows him what she's doing and she's got a bunch of passion fruit seeds. And he's like, well, what, what, why do why do you have those? What are those for? And she kind of looks over and says, I'll show you. So they're both, again, they're kind of flirty walking away. And Jack says something about, well, I hope you found a coffee bar or something lame like that. And then we cut to Sun um, in a clearing. Uh, she's she's on her knees like in a in tilled soil, so it looks like she's built a garden. Um, and uh, she actually looks pretty pretty hot in that little tank top she's wearing. Oh, yeah. And then Jack walks up. Uh, Jack and Kate walk up, and then it looks like Sun is using some sort of like bamboo as like a seed drill or something. Obviously, they're planting a bunch of food there. And Jack says, you know, with the boar running out, we're going to need this food. And Kate observes that maybe they're not running out of food and maybe Locke is kind of just keeping it for himself. Um, I want to say at this point with, with son and Kate, both in the garden, I was, I was seriously thinking about some plowing. Oh, for fuck's sake. It's, yes. You know, oh, God. <laughs> I mean, both of them right there. Like it was, you know, Jack, Jack, you did yourself a disservice, buddy. Just sowing your seed. You should have, you should have gone for it. <laughs> Seeds of love. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Dating ourselves again. So then we cut back to the to the hatch with Boone and Locke, and they can't break the glass, they can't get the door open. And uh, Boone asks Locke what he's doing. And it looks like he's like, he's preparing something in like a fruit husk. He's using it like a mortar and pestle and he's like grinding something up. I can't, you can't even really tell what it is. And when Boone asks him what it is, Locke very matter of factly says, this is for later. Uh, and he doesn't say anything okay. else. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So at this point, what did you guys think? What did you think Locke was making? Drugs. Did you? Oh yeah. Well, because. Yeah, I mean they're on an island. What what else is he? What kind of pace is he gonna need to make? I, I figured he, you know, had some walkabout knowledge of whatever he wanted, and he was grinding it together. Yeah. Or maybe I just think anybody grinding in a mortar and a pestle in the middle of the jungle is trying to get high. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> so it's very. It is very shaman style, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so that's where my head went. What What about cool. you guys? Do you remember Christy? What you originally thought when you saw it? Because I remember that's what I thought. No, I guess I thought maybe he was like 
whipping up some glue or something. You That's know, what I, I thought. I, I, was, I thought yeah. it was some sort really? of adhesive okay. or something. Yeah. Okay. Or I, I suppose you could, if it, I don't even know if it would be possible, but if he was trying to do some sort of like explosive, if he had the right stuff. I thought that but, too, but I was like, no, yeah. that does, that's yeah, not going to be stuff that natural on that island that could, you could make an explosive out of. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. What did you think it was, Derek? I really, I, I thought it was like some kind of um, cement type stuff or glue or maybe something to put on them to keep away mosquitoes. I don't know. I didn't think drugs though. Huh. All right. Well, I guess I'm that. the only fucking crackhead who immediately <laughs> went to drugs. You fiend. Um, and then, so Boone says, you know, we've been coming here a couple days. I'm not really sure what we're doing. And then Locke starts speaking in Italian and starts telling Boone this, uh, this kind of story about Michelangelo and said, like, his father didn't really realize that he was gifted and he, and he beat Michelangelo and said something about, like, you know, I don't know what it meant, but, like, no son of mine is going to use his hands to make a living or something like that. Well, I think what that means is... They were wealthy. You cons- yeah, you consider the time of, of Michelangelo, it was shameful to yeah. uh, be a trade worker if yeah. you came from high society. So I'm yeah. certain that's what that meant, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty shameful to beat your children when you're from high society. Well, too. you know, <laughs> times have changed. Uh, times have changed. Yeah, yeah, several centuries ago. So then uh, he says that that because of that, Michelangelo learned not to use his hands. And he talks about some years later that there was some somebody important, whatever, was visiting his workshop, and Michelangelo was just staring at a piece of marble. And the guy asked him what he was doing, and Michelangelo said, "I'm working." And he said that for like four months, he'd go in there, he'd sit there, just look at the marble, then he'd go home, do his normal thing. And he said three years later that uh, that marble was the statue of David. And then Locke kind of draws a parallel and says, that's what we're doing here. We're trying to figure this out. And, you know, he asked Boone, how do you open it? How do you open this? It has no handle, no latch, no way to open it. Um, And then we come to our second flashback where Boone. Can I stop you for one second? Because I I have written in my notes. Uh, this unexpected partnership is nice. And it's like you start to see Locke and Boone bonding. And it's really interesting because you, as you get to know Boone more, you, you find out like he's kind of a, he's sort of like a loser. He's not really close with anybody, right? Yeah. I mean, except for yeah. Jason, his sister around. And like, yeah. uh, and, right. But it's kind of the same with Locke as you get to know, you know, his past. And he was kind of the, you know, middle aged guys yeah. stuck in a career, yeah. right? Exactly, and they've they were bo- they, they were both in the box factory in the box factory. Yeah, they were they were both really ineffectual in their yes. in their when they were there in their yes. real lives in, yeah. the, in the real exactly. world. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And so here, like, they both are finding like Locke is finding purpose through the fact that he's walking and he's really into the island as its own Hunting sort of entity. And and, yeah. yeah, yeah, and, and he's, is and he's, still ineffectual. Right, but that it's like true. he's recruiting him. It's like, and he starts to encourage him. And I feel like it might be the only place that Boone has ever gotten that in his life. Yeah. Right? Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. And, so it's almost like a father figure type yes, thing. Yeah. And it's a, it's an endearing relationship with two characters that like one so far, he's just this sort of creepy guy. And the other one is he's just jackass. But together, they kind of like they're they're convincing me that that they're useful and, and good. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Anyways, we're back in flashbacks. Yeah. So uh, I guess we're in Australia. We're in Sydney. Giggity. Boone is knocking at the door and this this big hatchet jawed like Neanderthal looking motherfucker answers. Um, and the guy He's asks. really unattractive. 
I actually, I actually said on here, I, you know, this actor looks like, I imagine this is what Gabriel Byrne would look like after two straight weeks in a hotel room snorting protein powder. What the fuck? He does. If you, if you look at his face, he, he looks a lot like Gabriel Byrne. He's got the same jaw snorting and everything, but he's just this big. Well, yeah, 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 because he's looks like a big old roided out dude. Anywho, um, the guy's got an Australian accent um, and asks who he is. And Boone admit, says, you know, I'm her brother. And then Shannon walks into the room and uh, asks Boone what he's doing there. And he immediately looks really put out and says something about, you know, I was, I've, I was on a plane for 15 hours, you know, kind of like, what the fuck? She tells him it's not really a good time that they were on their way out to see friends and he should call later. Um, and then she kind of moves her hair to the side or whatever. And you see this bruise on her forehead, obviously from, uh, from Brian. Um, and then Boone walks out, walks to the door, obviously going somewhere else. And then we come back to the present where, uh, Jin is walking to the beach with a fishnet and Hurley comes up behind him carrying that, that fucking ridiculous spear that they made the fish spear that they made in an earlier episode. Hurley asks Jin where he fishes says like, dude, I'll use my own, I'll use my own tools. Just show me where they are. Um, in the water, Hurley, the fish yeah. in the water, <laughs> where, the where fish do you find the fish in the water? <laughs> Or just follow him and see where he's doing. Yeah, seriously, I mean, seriously. So yeah, Jin doesn't really seem to understand him, but I think he kind of gets the he gets the idea because he sees the ridiculous tool and he sort of kind of chuckles. He's like, "No, just go, just go. You're not you're you're not really serious." And we cut back to the jungle with Locke and Boone. No, you skipped the the best part of that scene is that Jin says something to him in Korean and her oh, goes, the, "You just, just said, said something, something mean, mean, didn't you?" Didn't you? Yeah, I love right. that moment. That's so good. Um, then we again got back to Locke and Boone. Um, and Boone says that they're gonna need to tell people about the hatch. Um, they're gonna they're gonna figure out that we're not hunting boar. And Locke says that they're not ready and that they won't understand it. And Boone is like, Yeah, well, I don't understand it. And John says, Exactly. Like, that's why we can't tell them. And Boone says that he at least needs to to tell Shannon. Uh, and then Locke. And the way he says this, I always found kind of kind of weird. He said, Locke asks, why, why do you care so much about her? And it's to me, it was sort of like almost chilling the way that he references her. Um, like, I don't like Shannon, obviously, but like the way he, he, he spoke about her in that moment, it seemed like he just kind of like she was disposable to him. He's just like, why, you know, why is she important to you? Like, he just doesn't see her value at all, um, which, you know, hard to argue with that. No, he's not. He's not. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, he was she an only child, worthless. so he doesn't understand sibling relationships. Yeah, huh. yeah. Well, not to mention not like, this one. Yeah, yeah. And not to mention like even even <laughs> saying right. that like he, he knows they're siblings. So the fact that he says that is even more sort of this shows. shows yeah, that that's what threw me off too. It's like he knows their brother and sister. Yeah. So there's definitely some sort that? of like emotional disconnect there, where John is like either you know a higher purpose or he's just that sort of incapable of understanding. Uh, See, I didn't even think that was the creepiest thing that Locke said in that scene. I really? thought when, yeah, well, so when Boone is talking about we should tell them about the hatch or whatever, and Locke says, they're not ready. They won't understand it. And you're like, whoa, how the fuck do you understand it? Like, what right. are you talking about? You know what right? this and, hatch is for? Yeah. And yeah. so it's like, it's creepy that that he seems to he have some sort of like understanding or clue yeah. or something. It's that imprinted he, on the hatch or something. Yeah, it's yeah. So weird. And, 
And so yep. to me, that was like that was the creepiest line. But I mean, that's it's Locke, so almost everything he says is creepy. Right. <laughs> so Boone defends her and says, you know, she's smart, she's special, and Locke is like, okay, so be it, whatever. Um, and Boone tells Locke that he can't keep lying to her and then Locke makes an observation he says you can't keep lying to her you can't stand the way she makes you feel when you lie to her um Boone doesn't seem to understand that distinction and tells Locke that she can keep a secret and then Locke kind of looks at him he's like are you sure have you really really thought this through um and and Boone says yeah and then as Boone starts to walk away (laughs) Locke pulls out a knife and just bashes him on the back of the head with it and knocks him out yeah, I was um, like, what the fuck? Yeah, that was kind of <laughs> yeah. surprising. Does that, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> it. Well, yeah, I mean, it. it is surprising. It, it's a surprising moment because you don't see it coming, but if you analyze it, it's not so surprising because Locke has decided he's got some kind of plan for whatever oh, he's yeah. doing, and clearly uh, Boone was getting in the way of that. And so yeah. it doesn't surprise me that he would take that action. It's just sort of shocking when it happens. I yeah. don't think he sees Boone as being in the way. I th- I think he would, like he said, this is for later. He knew Boone was going to do this. He just sees this as, as the necessary end to it. He knew it was going to happen already. So well, I, don't think that- I don't think he knew it. I think he was preparing for it. So if he confronts Boone with, yeah. are you sure this is what you want to do? If Boone makes the wrong decision in, in Locke's eyes, because Locke apparently sees some, some plan that he's got going on that, He's like, no, you know, you've got to, you've got to go through this, you know. No, yeah, he I gave think Boone that, multiple chances. I think that Locke was planning on something even before he had any idea that Boone might say something to Shannon because yeah. he was mixing that shit up, you know. I think that he was gonna like make Boone go on a journey. Yeah, yeah well, clearly go, he thought go, go, he go thought meet Boone a spirit animal. It. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, what other kind of animal has? Oh, I know. He's like an emperor penguin. Yeah, with the eyebrows, oh, yeah. the big eyebrows. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's true. Yeah. Oh, that's I, I'm gonna. Ha- I I feel like I need to pat myself on the back that I came up with the animal with the craziest eyebrows in two seconds. Yeah, just, that was very yeah. good. Do emperor penguins fuck their sisters? I don't know. <laughs> Not sure. Know. Animals, animals don't care. I'm sure David Attenborough <laughs> has mentioned that at one time or another. But um, so we cut to the next scene where Boone is is tied up with rope and he's kind of woozy from you know getting slammed in the back of the head. And we see Locke sitting on a log or something, doing the exact same thing he was earlier, preparing some sort of mixture. And at this moment, we all know now that Locke is into rope play. I was thinking the, the same thing. <laughs> yeah, that was some crazy got, Nazi did. Yeah. The way he got Boone tied up. It's like, yeah, you've done this before. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually wrote that down. I was like, at this point, I was wondering if Locke was into some bondage kink. And he's like, Absolutely. well, we're, <laughs> if we're on a remote <laughs> desert <laughs> island. If not now, when? No, he er, he learned all of this when he was in the Weeblos. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. Later yeah. on, we find that out in the episode. Yeah. Wait, yep. so, but at so this wait. time, it was kink. I don't know. Maybe that's what they teach in the Weebelows. Mm. So you'd ask, mm. "What'd you guys learn? Kink, Boy Scouts, role play." <laughs> I mean, I think that it is a Christian organization. So, <laughs> wait. So does that mean it's more or less likely? Because I'm not sure. I would say more. <laughs> it's pr- yeah. It's it's probably chock full of pedos. Oh, fuck. Um, Where did that come Boy from? Boy Scouts was. Boy yeah. Scouts. Oh, totally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We Blow is like between Cub Scout and Boy Scouts. So I'm sure they 
Yeah. That's yeah. Train them young. Oh God, God. this took a terrible turn. Oh man. (laughs) (laughs) So he he asks Locke why he's doing this. Um, and Locke says, I'm doing this because you need to let go of things and it's what's best for you. Um, and he take he walks and he takes some of that paste and he just kind of puts it, smears it on the back of his head where the wound was. Um, and you know, he says, this is, this is so you don't, it doesn't get infected. Um, lies, lies. Yes. Well, maybe it did have some antibiotic purposes as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, in addition, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It'll, it, it'll kill bacteria and make you trip balls. This is one of the worst trips I've ever seen. Oh man, this is oh. I, I, I loved it personally. I, I, well, yeah, from I really my point of view, yeah. but, but from Boone's point of view, this is terrible. Yeah. yeah. So as he's walking away, Locke says, "Like I'm not going to untie you. Um, you know the camp is four miles west." Um, and Boone says, well, "I don't know which way is west." And then Locke just pulls out that fucking knife again, rears back like he's going to launch it, throws it right down in front of Boone into the ground. Yeah, like an inch from his knee. Yeah. Yeah. They are really cavalier with these fucking edged weapons. I like the number <laughs> right. of times that, that they are like, somebody's going to lose a fucking eye here. Um, yeah. And He's he tells, uh, he tells Boone, like, when you have the proper motivation, you'll be able to get free. Yeah. Oh, that was interesting. Yeah. It's just totally a WTF moment. Yeah. All of it. Um, yes, yeah, certainly when you're watching it for the first time, it's kind of like, uh, has Locke gone crazy? Or? Yeah, because they're just their best buddies going, working on the right. hatch, and next thing yeah. you know, he's I guess I should up. shut up, Derek. What was your, having just watched it for the <laughs> well, first just, time? Just, yeah, just what I said is like, yeah, they were like best buddies right now. They should be getting along, and the next thing you know, he knocks him out, and he's tied up. Yeah. So it's kind of, it was shocking for me there. Yeah. And then he goes all Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. Yeah, well, we definitely see Locke as a top. Um, <laughs> all right. So as uh, as Locke walks away, we we actually um, get into another flashback, um, and Boone is in a police station. Um, he's talking to some some cop there, and you can actually hear Sawyer in the background saying something about like it it wasn't his bottle or it, something about it was his bottle. I gave it to him. He also says, hey, Croc Hunter. Croc Hunter nobody yeah. wants to hear my side yeah. of the story. Yeah. <laughs> I guess and he was still is, alive. Um, this is an important moment because this is the first time that we see two of the castaways like coming into really close contact yeah. in a flashback, if yeah. I remember yeah, I correctly. Other than pause it and go back and be like, wait yeah. a minute, that's Sawyer. What the yeah, hell? Other than, other than flashes on the plane or in the airport, like outside right. of that, it's the first time that we... We really see that. Yeah. And the interesting thing is it looks like Boone looks directly at him, but he doesn't seem to have recognized him yet yeah. on the island. I wonder anyway. if chronologically I wonder if chronologically that is Sawyer's first nickname was Croc Hunter. Is <laughs> that <laughs> anywho? Um and then the cop asks him, Well, if she's your sister, why is her last name Rutherford and yours is Carlisle? And he talks about, uh, you know, that her father married my mother um, when we were both young, um, which reveals them to be step-siblings. Yeah, 10 and 8, which is important to know how old they were when they met, because that makes it even more We'll talk about that. Yeah, Yeah. we'll talk a little more later. Yeah, and and the cop just kind of says, okay, so no blood relation. And then for some reason, uh, <laughs> Boone's like, well, you know my mom? 
she's got this marriage empire and I'm the CFO of one of the subsidiaries. And then the cop I just makes some, yeah, I run a business. <laughs> the cop is just like, okay, little boy, whatever. I said something about you want to buy my wife's dress or something. It's just, yeah, yep. he was going to sell his, the wedding dress. <laughs> yeah. It's only been worn once. Yeah. And then he says like, you know, with no physical evidence, we can't do anything. And he says, we're not the dating police. Yep. Um, so still in the flashback, we get, we cut to some dock somewhere where Boone walks up and Brian is obviously working at the docks or something. Um, and Boone says, I want you to break up with my sister and I'm going to pay you 25 grand. And, uh, Brian's like, you know, I love her. It's worth closer to 50. Um, <laughs> I liked that thought. That was just like, well, okay. wheeling and dealing here. So Boone just busts out the checkbook. Probably his mom's name is probably on those fucking checks. I guarantee it. Um, oh yeah. Also, he's oh, writing yeah. a check. LOL. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, writing a check. Uh, it's 2004. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of being like, "All right, I'm gonna Venmo you." <laughs> <laughs> no, I guarantee you. I guarantee you, Boone would be would be trying to pay you in Bitcoin. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> All right, that's fair. Ben. Yeah, babe. Got any special occasions coming up that you need a card for? Is this a trick question? No, it's an advertisement. Is this about barbcards.com again? They can go. So I suppose you're going to remind me that each handmade card is only $1.50. Mm-hmm. And they don't come with busy backgrounds or flowery poetry. You got it. Barbcards.com offers to-the-point communication within several different categories, including our favorite, potty mouth. And if you can't find what you want, barbcards.com can do customizations. Can I still get all of my cards for no more than $4 shipping, no matter the size of the order? You know it. Barbcards.com has got all you need. Hey, Ben. Oh, my God. What are we selling now? Merch. Our merch? Yes, sir. Shirts, coffee mugs, wine tumblers, bottle openers, stickers, magnets, and more. Your choice of product and your choice of Space Bear Media Graphic from any of our podcasts. Please tell me we're not making merch now, too. <laughs> of course not. We'll stick to podcasts and Pixis products will do the rest. Thank God. I bet you have more to say, though. Sure do. Pixis Products is a small business run by a local mom, but local to us anyway, who needed something else to do besides being a snack bitch. A what? A snack bitch, also known as a mom with a young child. There's still more, isn't there? Yepers! Pixis Products works with other small businesses for supplies, art, and other collaborations at every opportunity, including ours. In fact... Pixis Products even gave Space Bear Media our own storefront on their site. You can find us at shopspacebear.com. Say what? You heard me. Go to shopspacebear.com and buy something. And then we uh, come back to the present and we come back to the garden where Sun and Kate are working. 
Um, Kate says something about like she she loved to travel and she was on her way to Bali, um, and then somehow ended up on a flight to L.A. Um, and then she says something about like being careful what you wish for. And Sun sort of smiles. Um, and Kate immediately is like, wait a second, you understood what I said. Um, and Sun looks like a deer in headlights at this point. Like she's got big eyes anyway, but she's just like, you could, her eyes take up half of her face in this scene. Um, and she's like, yeah, I can't believe it. You speak English and you didn't tell anybody. And we cut to the other half of that marriage on the beach. Jin is, uh, fishing. He's got his fish nets out in the, out into the surf and he's, he's bringing fish back up and, uh, <laughs> I don't know what Hurley's got. He's got a couple sticks tied to something and it looks like he tried to make some sort of net or something. And he's just, it looks like a goddamn fool. He's terrible at it. Yeah. Um, and he, he, he sees Jin bring, bring fish and he's just like, okay, screw it. I'm out of here. Um, and as he's, Trying to get out of the water, he steps on a sea urchin. Um, and goes absolutely oh, yeah. fucking bananas. <laughs> yeah. After it oh, yeah. I'm just going to say, I know this is a little early for this, but this is my fucking favorite scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd love the scene, of too. Of course. I knew it would be a Hurley one. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah. he just starts screaming like, pee on it, pee yeah. on it. Like, yeah. that's, that's what I thought was so funny. <laughs> what yeah. the fuck? And so, he yeah, also like, is worried. He's like, says he's gonna get gangrene what are you but then he like about? reaches out for yeah he Jin's reaches for, for package. jen's package yeah yeah and Jin's uh, like, no no <laughs> yeah it's like yeah definitely like pointing so at his cock he, he just one. just pee on it just pee on it oh my god uh, sounds like what was uh, he gonna no. do like rip, whip his dick out and hold it for him why is he grabbing? For well, I think girly. he was trying to, you know, because he knew he didn't understand. So I figured if he, yeah. you know, I figured if he grabbed for his dick, like meant piss on it. Okay, okay, yeah. Jin's like, no, no. <laughs> yeah, first time he can speak English. No, <laughs> no. And <laughs> we cut to the jungle where Saeed is just kind of sitting on the jungle floor. It looks like he's trying to magnetize a needle. Um, and he puts the needle is on a piece what of cork. He's doing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we learned the weeblows or whatever. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and then he puts it on a piece of cork with a cork in the water, tries to create a compass. And then once again, Locke just sort of slides up from behind typical <laughs> Locke fashion. Yeah. And Saeed draws his knife cause he's sort of, he's sort of surprised and Locke says, sorry, I guess I'm sneakier than I give myself credit for, um, foreshadowing. Sneaky, sir. Yeah. Um, and he tells Saeed that they were hunting boar, but that Boone thought he should take the afternoon off and says, you know, Boone's really eager. He wants to learn how to hunt. And Said says, well, you think he's going to, you think he's going to get anything? And Locke just kind of smiles and is like, nope. <laughs> um, nope. <laughs> no, yeah, Said was like surprised that he's trying to teach Boone how to hunt. Yeah. And he kind of looked yeah. at him like, really? Boone? And Boone? Really? <laughs> you know, I'm nailing his sister. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So then Locke asks Said what he's doing. And Said says he's trying to make sense of Russo's maps. Um, but he can't make sense of them. And then once again, Locke says something very, very matter of factly. He just says, there's nothing to make. And Saeed sort of kind of agrees with him. Um, and then asks, uh, ask about Saeed's compass and said, like he had made one of those when he was a weebelo. And then Saeed asks, what's a weebelo? And Locke explains to him the sort of boy scout thing and how they, you know, they get badges and tie knots and identify birds and all that type of stuff when they're not running from the scout masters. Um, yes. <laughs> wow. 
pitching tents. <laughs> oh, no, 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 great. no. <laughs> and then he, uh, then Locke admits much to everyone's surprise that he wasn't a very popular kid. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, Shocker. And, and Locke says, you know, I'll leave you to it. Um, and then he had hand Saeed a compass, um, that I guess he had had on him. And Saeed says, aren't you going to need this? And once again, Locke in his self-assured way just says not anymore. Right. See, he's like one with the Island already. He is. Like, he is. Fuck it. I, I know. Yep. I, I know what's well, going the on. Previous episode. He predicted rain. Exactly. Where it was going to yep. start. Yep. Um, and we come back to the jungle again, and Boone is still tied up, and then you can hear Shannon screaming, screaming, help me. Um, and then you find out that she's also tied up. Um, and then you start to hear the, like, the, the creature in the background. You start hearing the whatever those noises are, sort of. Uh, Sounds like a fucking dinosaur. I'm it does hurry. sound like a dinosaur, yeah. Yeah. Or like a roller coaster as you're ticking up to the top. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. That's exactly how it sounds, yeah. And then you hear, yeah, and then you still hear this thing tromping around in the background, and uh, Boone starts reaching to grab the knife. Um, yeah, so there's and his then motivation. He, he, yeah, oh, there's his motivation. Too. And then he, yeah, so he leans forward, and then he actually gets the knife, and when he cuts it, the knife makes a snapping sound, like it was a fucking whip. Like, it sounded like it went supersonic. It was, and I was like, what the? <laughs> rope? I don't care how tight rope is. It doesn't make that sound. It does on um, the island. No, it's it not does on the island. Just yeah. supersonic. Locke is like, yeah, well, I'm a weaselow yeah. motherfucker. Um, Boone runs into the clearing and he sees Shannon tied to a tree. Um, he cuts her free. First mistake. Um, and then, and then they take off through. The, they take they take off running through the woods. And I, the thing I noticed with with uh, with Boone is he, he's running with the blade like out in front of him, which I think. Um, even in this situation kind of adds unnecessary peril. <laughs> like you're literally going to put someone's eye out. Because you could just thing. trip and fall on it. You Is that what you mean? Trip and fall on it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. You, I don't run around with like a lot running of knives. With scissors, you know? Yeah. No, I yeah. don't have don't. my like knife running techniques down. <laughs> it's just not something I do. I've turned I turned the blade it's around. something that you have to learn in the weebelows. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was in the Girl yeah. Scouts. So you face it towards you, right? Yeah, yeah, you, you just hold it them, up you, to your you neck it, as you run. No, yeah, <laughs> no, you, you just you just hold the blade backwards and run like this, and that way, if you fall, it's not going into you. But hey, you know it's Boone. Um, so as they're running, they end it's up finding kind this. Of a, um, who? What was it? Someone? Someone in Dale versus Evil or whatever? Trevor? No. Are you having Sorry. a stroke? No. Most of her face is starting to sag. What's happening? No, there is. There's a movie. There are lots. Oh, and it's, it's such it's so it's such a good movie. I can never forget it. <laughs> two rednecky guys in a movie. Yeah, two rednecky guys, and then there's the college kids, and the college kids are all like accidentally killing themselves, and the redneck guys are like, I don't know what's going on, but the college kids think that the rednecks are bad. This is not a movie. This is it not is. a movie. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry. Anywho, <laughs> they uh, they end up finding this thicket of what looks like it's like petrified vines or something. I can't. I don't even really know what that is. Um, and you hear the creature, and they they run inside there and start hiding. And then you can hear the creature outside making all of its weird 
dinosaur and clicking noises. Um, and then, uh, then it kind of goes away. you like, the sound kind of fades away. The sort of light comes back in. Um, and then it I have a seems question. like the, the creature is gone. Yes. Yeah, I have a question. So every time, like, a monster comes or a polar bear comes or some shit like that, they're all, they're hiding in these groves of trees. That's where they all go to hide. It's the same it's, grove, it looks like, too. Yeah, okay, yeah. so why don't they live in that? Yeah. Why are they out that on part the beach? Because that, that seems is? to be where the monster hangs out. I mean, I guess so. Yeah, that's true. It hasn't come on the beach yet. Plus, I mean, only yeah. a couple of them can fit in there. There's no water. Uh, true. You know what? Tucker and Actually, Dale when they were running, evil. I did see, you okay. almost saw the monster. It looked like a puff of smoke or something in the oh. distance. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you that see, hasn't yeah. happened yet. It's the next, it's the next one. Oh, it's the next thing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. We'll, yeah, we will get to that. <laughs> For sure. Um, and then, so you think the creature's gone? Wrong. It's not. It comes crashing back into the thicket, and of course they're they're all scared. Um, and uh, then we cut back to the jungle where Saeed and Jack are walking. And Saeed asks Jack, "Which way do you think north is?" Jack sort of looks at the sun and sort of points out, oh, "If that's north, that's west, or whatever. Or if that's west, that's north." And Saeed's like, "Yeah, exactly. That's where it should be." And then he shows him the the compass and he points in a different direction. He goes, "But north actually points this way." And Jack looks a little confused. He's like, "Well, what are you what are you saying?" And Saeed's like, "Well, obviously, the compass is faulty," um, which I thought was really funny because with everything else going on, like that's just it, the, the sort of common sense things sometimes seem to evade people. Yeah. And then he then then he asks uh, Saeed, "Like, where'd you get that?" And Saeed says, uh, "Locke gave it to him." And we cut back to the to the vine thicket where Boone and Shannon are hiding. Um, you don't hear the creature at this point. Um, you just hear birds. And uh, Shannon asks Boone, uh, what did you do to piss Locke off? And Boone's like, I didn't do anything. Um, and we cut to another flashback. Back at that house, Shannon opens the door uh, and Boone walks in and basically says, like, get your bags, grab anything you want. We're going home. Um, she kind of, does, she seems hesitant, like she doesn't want to leave. Um, and then her her lantern jawed asshole boyfriend comes back, um, says, "You don't really get get what's going on here, do you, dude?" Um, and then you could tell from from the look on Shannon's face, she knows exactly what's going on. And then at that point, Boone realizes like she was just playing his ass, like she was getting money from him. Um, and Boone's like, "You've done this before, haven't you?" And Brian goes off and says, "She's just getting her due, like you know your your mother f- fucked her out of her inheritance or whatever." Yeah, his mom sounds pleasant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Boone calls her a little bitch, and then Brian intervenes, and I think Boone calls him a piece of shit, and then Brian just starts wailing on him. Um, beats the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he beats, he beats him pretty bad. <clears throat> and then Shannon comes to his, you know, tries to come to his defense, sort of, and just like, get off of him. Boone gets up, and his nose is all bloody, and he ends up walking out of that same house. We cut back to the beach in the present, and Locke is sitting on a rock, just sort of looking out at the ocean. Um, Jack walks up to him, asks him if he's seen any, any ships and Locke's just like, no, no, but I'm patient. Um, and Jack asks if he can sit down and join him. And this says like, you know, we haven't talked in a while. Um, and Locke says like, yeah, well, you're, you're a busy man. And I think Jack says something, something similar. Yeah. So are you. Um, and then Jack just asked him like, you know, where's, uh, where's Boone? Locke plays dumb. 
says, I don't know. They some some dumb joke about him not being on his hip. And then Jack says something about the boar. He asks, like, why aren't why are you, why aren't you guys catching boar? Uh, and Locke tells him that he thinks they've they've moved out of the valley. We cut to another scene where Kate and Son are walking, and Kate just asks her if anyone else knows that they that she spoke English, and she just says Michael did, and that she kept it a secret. Um, and then she admits that she had taken English lessons when she was in Korea, um, and that she didn't tell her husband because it was complicated. And then she asks Kate, like, "Haven't you ever lied to somebody that you love?" And we cut back to the beach where Hurley is still sitting there, and Jin appears to be opening a sea urchin. Hurley says, are you sure you don't speak English? Um, and then basically says that, you know, your wife's hot. That uh, <laughs> was great. Um, Jin kind of, <laughs> obviously Jin still doesn't understand. Uh, he comes back to, he cuts open the sea urchin and he offers it to him. And Hurley just takes the thing, slur- slurps it back and then turns over to the side and starts puking all over the place. Um, and this. Jin's face is so great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. He. He got a kick out of Hurley's vomiting for sure. I don't know why, because sea urchin is really good, actually. I've never had it. It's uni. It's um, sushi, but I love sushi, so yeah, I like sushi too. But I've I've never had that for some reason. Huh. Then we cut back to the beach where Charlie and Jack are talking, and Jack is asking why he hasn't seen him around the caves, and Charlie's like, "Well, you know." Um, I'm in withdrawal and Claire was abducted and Ethan tried to kill me. Like, I'm, that's why I'm not hanging out there. Um, and then Jack asked Charlie what he thinks about Locke. And <laughs> what Charlie says is really funny. He says he's highly disturbed. He probably killed all of his mates at the post office the day his mom forgot to put a cookie in his lunch tin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's quite a line. Yeah. That's back when going postal was a thing. Then he's like, but, but he saved my life. Um, so that's not really what I think about him. And he says like, if there's one person that I trust to save us, it's, it's Locke. Actually, Uh, what he says is if there was one person on this Island, I would put my absolute faith in to save us all. It would be John Locke. And I think it's important that we get that quote correct because he uses the word faith and that, uh, Lock and and Faith go tied hand in hand, like it, it in the plot of this show, or like as a theme in this show. And so I find it interesting that Charlie is already starting to point that out, that he sees that, you know. Then we cut back to the caves where, I don't know, Mike is, Michael's looking at some wooden box that he just pulled out of a bag and Walt comes running up with, with his dog. Um, and then Hurley comes in and says, and it's like, oh, you found your bag. Um, and then Jin walks up with a fish and gives it to Hurley and, uh, he's kind of smiling. And then Hurley notices that the fish has already been gutted. Um, and obviously, uh, you know, Jin doing something nice. And then you see Jin and son having sort of a nice sweet moment. Um, one of the first ones I think we actually really see where they're looking like affectionate. Yeah. And then Kate is, I don't know exactly what she's doing, like washing her clothes or something in the cave. And then Jack comes up and says, you know, hold out your hand. 
I've got something. Um, and he ends up giving her uh, guava seeds for, for the garden. Um, and we go back to the jungle where Boone and Shannon are running, or are, sorry, are tromping through the, through the jungle. She asks if they're going in the right direction. And he's like, I don't know. You're, just, you don't have to follow me if you don't, if you don't trust me. Um, and then um, once again, he tells her he didn't do anything to Locke. She doesn't really seem to believe him. Um, and she, she says asks, you're a terrible liar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she asked like, why, why, uh, Boone's keeping secrets for Locke. Um, and Locke is Locke comes to his, def- or Boone comes to his defense and just like, he's the only person that really knows what's going on here. Um, and then Boone tells her that they found the hatch. Um, and she says something stupid, like, oh, you mean, you like a door and he says yeah stupid that's what a hatch is um and then as like basically right after he tells her this this is when you see the it looks like a bunch of like shit blows up off the off the floor or the the jungle floor in the background um, yeah, it looks like smoke yeah it looked like smoke came flying up um and they yes, both take off finally running. finally we can call it the smoke monster because that's actually its full name Oh wow! We've only we've only been saying the monster thus far because Derek didn't know that, and now we can call it the smoke monster. Wait, so do you really do you even monster. really know so that at this Vincent. point? Oh yeah, I mean you can see it moves like it it puffs at the same moment that the the thing is there. Like it shows you, you just get a brief like snippet of it, and then have to wait a few episodes. I really for don't more. feel like I would know from looking at that that it was a smoke monster. Oh well, I did. I mean, it went like it blew up after that. You know, like in the I don't want to say the press, but I mean, in, in pop culture, it was that moment was when it started being it. referred to as the smoke monster. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll ask that. Derek, Derek, yeah. did you think it was a smoke monster at this point? I didn't think it was a smoke monster. I just thought that was like, it's telltale sign that it was coming. You know, I didn't know it was actually, I mean, I don't, I didn't, I'm not thinking that it's made out of smoke. Well, I'm not saying that it's made out of smoke either. Like they don't really know what it is or what it's made out uh, of. It's just I'm saying like people noticed that the smoke was connected to the right, sound. Right, yeah, that's what I noticed. And was started, that. yeah, exactly, and started referring to it as the smoke monster. Or maybe just farted, and that's what it looks like. So. <laughs> <laughs> that could be. <laughs> um, and then we get the big dramatic music, and they start they start taking off running. Then all of a sudden you see it like starting to gain on Shannon and then you just see her feet kind of get come up off the ground <laughs> and she awesome. starts screaming and Boone like runs up, you know, eyebrows, super arch, like Shannon, Shannon. Um, <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm our, like, die, 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 yes, die. die. <laughs> finally, finally. I thought the asthma was going to do it. Yeah. I had to wait long. Fine. Fucking die, Shannon. And we go to our next flashback where he's in some uh, room overlooking the opera house. Um, and there's a, yeah, a pretty a no- view that in the hotel room. Yeah. When you own your own company, you can get that. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, the, I'm the CFO. And there's a, a knock at the door. He answers and Shannon's there. He asks why she's there. And she just sort of walks into the room and says that Brian took the money and left. And um, Boone's like, well, you know, the player got played. And Shannon starts like she starts acting a little weird. She's like, I knew you'd bring the money. He says, I knew it. And he keeps telling her she's drunk. And she says, I know you brought it because you're in love with me. And Boone once again says, like, you're you're drunk. Uh, and now you're now you're delusional as well. And she keeps going on about saying, I know I know you've always been in love with me. Um, I've always known it. And then she starts like kissing his neck and 
nibbling on his ear. And this is the part where I kind of throw up in my own mouth. Ew. Um, yeah. And she keeps telling him, it's okay. It's okay. It's um, very rapey. And yeah, the way the way that she's just like trying to convince him to go with it when he's resistant. It's yeah. gross. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then he does give in. But then, well, then he starts yeah, kissing. Sure. Then he starts kissing, yeah. and yeah, and then they intimate that they're about to they're about to get busy, and Boone is about to taste the forbidden sister milk. Yeah, oh, <laughs> so gross. Um, stepsister, stepsister. <laughs> Keep putting that distinction in there. Makes it all mm. better. Um, then we cut to an out of focus shot where it's kind of like Boone's profile, and you hear Shannon say his name. And she turns on the light and she's sitting on the chair behind him. Um, and she says, like, when we get back to L.A., let's just basically let's just play like nothing happened. Bitch. Oh, she doesn't really say let's just. She flat out tells him when we, we get are. back, things are going back to normal. That's it. Like, she yep. just draws a line. She's a bitch. And then Boone says, you know, all hurt and wounded, oh, like it's all up to you. And we cut back to the present where. Boone comes up to this sort of creek, um, still looking for Shannon, and he comes down, he sees a bunch of blood splattered all over the rocks, um, and then he looks, yay. sees the blood in the water, <laughs> kind of, Ooh, kind of, she did. kind of follows it upstream, and, uh, and he sees her, uh, sees her body Being all just fucking, body. just torn up, um, lacerations all over her, um, I think the unsub, the unsub obviously took issue with the sister fucking, which I think explains the excessive <laughs> mutilation. <laughs> um, and he sees, he starts saying Shannon, Shannon repeatedly, and she's really quite dead at this point. Um, <laughs> and we, we cut back Whee! to the jungle at night and, and Boone sort of kind of emerges from the jungle and he sees, he sees Locke sitting by the fire um, and Boone just bum rushes him, basically tries to bushwhack him while he's sitting at his own fire. And he pulls the knife, says, it killed her, and he jumps on top of Locke. And Locke says, sort of surprised, oh, you made it back, which I thought was an, <laughs> yeah. I thought was yeah. an interesting line. Um, and he says, you know, that thing killed my sister. It's your fault. She died in my arms. Um, and then Locke asks him, like, well, if, if she died in your arms, why is there no blood on you? And which Boone is actually, you know, people can die without bleeding. Right. Well, like, yeah. trauma. <laughs> but he was following the blood in the yeah, fucking she stream. Bloody. Like, no, I understand that, but Locke doesn't know it at that point. So he says, "Why is there no blood on you?" It, she could have uh, died without. True, bleeding. he didn't know oh, yeah. her cause that's of death. True. Or how Thank she you. Died. <laughs> yes, that's mm, my yes, point. Unsub. That's very true. The unsub. <laughs> the unsub is very devious. Yes. Um. And. Uh, Boone starts looking at himself and he's like, notices that there's no blood. And then he just looks at Locke. He's like, what happened to me? And Locke says, I don't know. You tell me. Um, and then you hear Shannon's voice in the background and the camera kind of pans over to her and you see her hanging out there with Saeed having a, having a grand old time. Um, um, so there was one other line that Locke said that struck me, which is funny because I missed the one where he said, oh, you make it back, like you pointed out, Ben. But that is really interesting because it sort of implies that Locke had accepted the fact that he might not and still yes. did that to him. Yeah. 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 But he also said when Boone says that it killed her, he also says, is that what it showed you? Yeah, uh, I, mean, I remember yeah. that line. Yeah, so I find this line like super interesting because it could be he is referring to sort of the obvious choice, which would be the drug. I think he said, is that what it made you see? 
Is that what it was? Okay, yeah. is that what it made yes. you see? Either So either way, so the point that I'm trying to make still stands even with that wording. Um, but I, at this point, I am left wondering, like, is he talking about the drug that he mixed up or is he talking about the island? I think he's and talking I, about the island because in the earlier so episode too. when he was yes. looking yeah. at the monster, it doesn't show what he saw. Right. He said it was beautiful. He said it was beautiful. And it was beautiful. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and so I think like it struck me that he's talking about the island in this moment, which makes it uh, interesting. Yeah. 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 And after he says that, is that what you made me see? And Boone says, you know, is that what made me see? You could see like Locke almost like visibly like brimming with excitement. Like you Mm -hmm. could see that in his face. He's like really excited about this moment. Right. And although maybe he's proud of himself that he was able to mix up some psychedelics, I guess, I think it it follows more that what he's grinning about is like the island. It worked. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. And Locke tells him that he gave uh, Boone an experience that he thought was best for his survival um, and that it was only as real as Boone made it. And then Locke asked him, how did you feel when she died? And Boone said repeatedly, I felt relieved. Yeah, you know, before he said moment. that, I'm like, he's probably going to say relieved because mm-hmm. I felt relieved. Yeah, yes. I felt relieved. <laughs> yeah, that's she's, the thing. We she's all go, never going to tell anyone it. back home about what we did. Right. We all kind of, <laughs> well, there's Stays that. in Australia or what happens but in Australia. We all kind of go through it together. <laughs> like even the four of us watching this, we all have been irked by Shannon the entire time. And so, yeah, we, we I think the viewer feels that relief as well. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then Locke says, uh, it's time to let go. And again, just like something about the way his eyes look, um, there's like an anxiousness to him and a kind of an excitement, but also like a knowledge. Like he, he kind of sees things coming together. And that's, um, I think, why he feels all of this, why he feels so like confident all the time. Yeah. And then the moment is is solidified with them, like heading back off into the jungle, right? Yeah. It just, it feels like it puts a period on that yeah. sentence of, I, you know, this is, we're doing this now. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. And he, and then John straight up says, follow me. Right. Yep. Yeah. Right. And then like, obviously, Hey, follow me. We're going somewhere, but also you could tell it's, it's a very point blank. Follow me. Um, right. and they end up like uh, a cult leader. Yeah, yes, exactly. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to put you on lockdown. Um, oh. anyway, oh. <laughs> uh, so they, they walk off into the woods, uh, or Locke walks off into the woods, Boone follows him, and um, that's the end of the episode. Woo, all right. So, lots to talk about here <clears throat> with all the sister fucking and whatnot. Sister milk? The sister fisting? Oh! Yeah. <sighs> hey, Mr. Sister Fister. I- <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Are you guys ready? For the fun fact today, yes. it's a very special one. We're going to talk about what happens to the body when you're on a fruit-only diet. Oh, God. <laughs> it's Sweet. not as bad. Well, it's not as bad as you would think. I mean, it's it's not healthy. You shouldn't do it. But there are some interesting benefits that you would see as well. So I looked this up. You don't need at- toilet paper anymore. <laughs> there, are, there are some very famous people who were fruititarians. Uh, Leonardo da Vinci. Gandhi, uh, and Steve Jobs, who died because of this, essentially, <laughs> when, when he had cancer. And so Ashton Kutcher was hospitalized because he was on a fruititarian diet when he was studying to play Steve Jobs in oh. that film. Yeah. 
Wow. So here, here's some, some interesting serious, some serious method, method acting. acting. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like, exactly. sounds like something Christian Bale would do. He's like, I yeah. only ate fruit for 15 years. Now, Christian Bale would actually uh, become a piece of fruit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here are some good things that will happen if you're on a fruit-only diet. Inflammation in your body will drop because of the uh, loss of processed food. You will lose weight, which can be good at first if you have a few pounds you want to get rid of. However, that will become a negative down the line because you're going to start losing muscle mass, and that's not healthy. You will feel less bloated because you're not taking in dairy or grains, which can cause both or do cause both. And your cholesterol levels will plummet, which can be good. However, (laughs) on the flip side of that... Uh, Your macronutrients will not be balanced. You are not, there's no way you can get enough fat or protein in your diet and you will have way too much sugar. No B12. (laughs) Right, exactly. Well, that's vitamins. This is macronutrients. So macronutrients is the division between fat, protein, sugar, and carbs, the percentages that you eat out of 100%. Mm -hmm. And so it needs to be balanced for different diets. They have to be balanced in different ways, but on fruit, you're basically just getting sugar. Uh, so you will have an enormous energy level drop because you don't have protein or carbs. And like you pointed out, Christy, you will be missing vitamins and minerals, which will eventually lead to deficiencies that can kill you. And of course, as Hurley found out, you are going to be shitting in your pants. So no all fruit diets <laughs> here to her Heard wow. it here first. We, we never really knew that he actually shat in his pants. No, I just, that's an assumption. Correct. Yeah, you are correct. <laughs> he may have sharted a few times. Right. Yeah. All, fruit, yeah. <laughs> all fruit diets lead to uh, leaf diapers. Is what like, Hurley, did you shit in your pants? Hurley's like, mm, depends. <laughs> you can't use the same joke twice. Can't I? <laughs> I just <All> right. did. <laughs> Let's talk about some best moments. Uh, Christy, tell us all about how Hurley's done it for you again. Oh my God. Hurley and Jen at the beach (laughs) when he was trying to make Jen pee on him is the funniest thing. I think in all of this, the entire history of the show, that moment. Oh, that's the one moment. Okay. (laughs) Wow. Wow. I just love that moment so much. Worst. And you're worst. Oh, sorry. (laughs) She's having that stroke again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, when Boone thinks that Shannon was killed by the monster, because at first he looks crushed. He doesn't look relieved while he's standing there in the stream. So, uh-huh. All right. Yeah. Uh, ben, how about you? What were your best and worst? Uh, my favorite moment was when Jin brings Hurley the fish in the cave. And, uh, oh, interesting. Hurley Why? notices it's already gutted. Um, because it's one of those things where it's like, there was never really a- any animosity. Like Hurley thought there was because he didn't understand him. And because Jin's kind of a severe looking dude. But um, I just this is one of those episodes where you see you see glimpses of Jin that he might not be such a bad guy, you know, when he brings him the mm-hmm. fish and he's, you know, he's basically helping her trying to help early most through the episode. But I just thought it was an, a nice, uh, a nice. It's a very nice moment. Um, the worst moment was a moment they didn't show. But I mean, sister fucking that's got to be. Yeah, that's that's. Blah. Agreed. That is also my worst moment. I just wrote down sibling sex. Hello. Ew. Is it me you're looking for? <laughs> so, so 
So let's talk for a second about a man and a woman, or two children who meet at the ages of 10 and 8 and are raised as brother and sister. How gross is that? Okay, right? Jetty. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, is there an argument to be made that that's okay? To me, that seems like most of your life, and that's fucking gross. Like, you should see them as a sibling. Yeah, I, I think that's dis- I think it's disgusting. I yeah, mean, I agree. Okay. Like, I don't begrudge. If somebody does that, if somebody falls in love with their stepsister or whatever, and they end up having, like, wanting to do that, cool. I Like, that's fine with you. Well, I'm going I mean, to, I'm going to find I'm it gonna personally tell repugnant. Tell anybody what to like, do. Yeah, exactly. You know, but- it's, it's actually not terribly gross if you think about it, because there's, there's no, you know, they're not related to each other. Right. And there there's are stories no- where this has happened throughout history. So I wondered, like, there are, yeah, I mean, of course, I guess my thing is that I'm feeling like of the ages of 10 and 8 that you're young enough to form a sibling bond. It's not like your parents got married and you're in your 20s and then you meet this person and, and like, it's, I just, I feel like, I feel like when you're that young, you're going to actually form a bond like a sibling and, and I, and I. I'm guessing that the show, I think that the show making them stepbrother and sister was trying to say, look, it's not as gross, but at those ages, it, it, to me, it, it is. Yeah. To me, I, I think that's yeah. really weird. Like, they, of course, if, like you say, Ben, if people want to do it, I don't fucking care, but yeah. I'm finding if, it if, gross. If they had met it, like, you know, one was 16 and one was 18 or, you know, if they were like a little older and they met, I could that's see what I'm it. Saying. But, yeah, yeah. Eight and 10, like, ha- like I, you know, having step parents and all that type of stuff. You when you're raised around people that aren't necessarily blood, they still feel like family. Yeah, yeah, that's what I. That's my point. Okay, so, so I agree with you, yeah. Ben. That's my worst moment as well. My best moment was when Locke said, "It's time to let go." To Boone, they had you know he's kind of leaning into the fire, and it's and and his face is lit with these flames, and he's just looking really powerful and really assured, and just. Yeah. It's time to let go, and then let's go do our thing now. And so I really love that moment. Uh, Derek, how about you? Uh, my best moment was um, when Hurley was um, begging Jin to pee on him, yeah. reaching <laughs> for his package. I just thought, you know, and then uh, Jin's reaction, no. That was just yeah. funny. Yeah. So funny. I was laughing yeah. big time. And the worst moment was basically when, you know, Shannon, you know, fucking over Boone you know, have them fly out to Australia and it was just a scam. Yeah. Yeah. Just, and you, and the, and the fact that you find out that it's happened many yeah, times. This is like the third time, like, I think. Yeah. 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 She literally fucks him over. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. Literally. <laughs> uh, ben, how about what are your best and worst characters and uh, your fucking and your killing stuff? Um, let's see. Favorite, um, I can't recall. Let's see, Locke, this episode, absolutely. Um, Locke is my top. And uh, Shannon is the worst. Um, I think, yeah, she's going to be everyone's worst because she's an awful person. Um, I would, uh, in this one, I'd, I'd kill Boone. I, I'm not even sure why. I can't, no, sorry, I'd kill Brian, her boyfriend. Brian, okay. I was yeah. like, why would you kill Boone? Yeah. He's the, like, yeah. he did all right. The roided out Gabriel Byrne clone. Yeah, he's just, <laughs> yeah, he needs to, he needs to go. Um, and in this one, I would actually, I think I'd fuck Sun because like, oh. you know, she's in there. You like, like that doing, tank top. I like that. Yeah, I like that tank top. I really did. That's why Jen wants her to cover up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because 
You got Ben skulking around. That's right. <laughs> All right. Oh, Christy, you're, you're, your you? husband's out fishing. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, my top is Boone in this episode because he, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just liked Boone's character in this episode. My bottom is Shannon because she's Shannon. Um, I'm fucking Boone. He was ready to kill Locke for Shannon, you know? So yeah. that was, even though they're brother and sister, that was very romantic, I guess. I don't know. Oh, maybe it's, likes maybe the it's incest. Just, maybe it's just a pity fuck. I don't know. Um, <laughs> That's and okay. Gonna, I, I've been handing those out too. Yeah, I think Charlie and, got one. Then I'm going to kill Shannon for using Boone over and literally fucking him. Ew. Yeah. I think you, I think you're killing Shannon because she's moving in on Saeed, and that's your boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do like me some Saeed. <laughs> uh, Derek, how about you? Uh, best character is Boone, just because you know what he went through in this episode, and you know at the end he felt relieved, or he felt relieved when he thought that Shannon was killed. And my uh, worst character is Shannon, and I fuck Kate in this episode because I just liked when she was kneeling in the garden. Oh, <laughs> a lot, lot, lot of seeds going yeah, on. A lot in of this seeds one. plowing and <laughs> very and course, erotic scene. And even though she wasn't killed, I'd still kill Shannon. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know All what right, I was thinking so- about? I was thinking like it was about like this one when they were when they were in the, in the garden. Everything I kept thinking about sex farm woman. What the fuck yeah. is a sex, sex farm, farm woman? woman? It's one of it's one of the songs from uh, from Spinal Tap. You remember oh. that was one that was one of the songs in the movie Sex Farm Woman. No, I, all right. Are wow. you sure? Yeah. <laughs> somebody somebody google this quick. Um okay. My rankings. I had a hard time choosing my top. I was torn between Boone and Locke, and I in the end I went with Locke. Uh I have to put aside the drugging someone without consent in order to keep him on the top, but uh, he's he's just he's on a mission and he is making it work on the island and I am impressed with that at, at this point in the story. Shannon is the worst character, obviously, and I'm killing her as well. She, you know, could have sued her stepmother instead of fucking over her stepbrother to get money. You know, like why did he have to be involved in that? Why did she have to make him a victim because she was a victim? It's just absurd and i hate her because she wanted and him to chase her yeah there's a little twisted bit of that yeah. in there i think yeah, there right. is. yeah so i'm gonna fuck boone as well this week um i maybe it is a pity fuck as well i actually wrote down poor guy next to him on my notes here <laughs> uh so yeah i mean it's just he seems like he's trying to be a decent guy and he was really taken advantage of and so i am just gonna have to ride those eyebrows until he forgets about his sister. Uh, I, I hope. I hope at least. I hope you, you at least wipe her slime off of him before you. Uh, before that's you nasty. On him. No, that's nasty. <laughs> that's really nasty. Ben, can you update us, please, on the power rankings? Oh, one quick thing: "Sex oh, Farm yeah. Woman" is an actual song <laughs> by Spinal Tap. <laughs> All right, There's, then you win. Yep. <laughs> I would. I would not make up such a thing. Um, let's see. Power rankings. We don't really have a whole lot of movement. Actually, everyone's still in the same place. Um, Shannon had stabilized from about episode seven, but she just dropped off the fucking map. 
Yeah, um, see, I, I had to figure. I figured yeah, that was gonna happen. Yeah, she's she's down at <laughs> she's down at negative one oh six right now. We've got oh, Kate damn. on the other end of that uh, at the top at one oh five, but Locke is now gaining on her. Um, yeah. He's been he's been coming up fast ever since like episode episode seven or eight. Like he's just every episode he's climbing. Um, Jack is still in third place, and then we've got uh, Michael and Sawyer still rounding out the bottom three. Okay, so we've got a race for one and two best and second and third worst, essentially, because <laughs> nobody's going to beat Shannon. <laughs> yeah, for the worst, no, I, I mean, n- no, no, she's uh, she's probably got that locked down for the rest of the season, I think. Yeah. Um. So, let's talk about final impressions. Christy, do you want to start? Ew. One word review. Ew. Summary. Yeah, just ew to Shannon and Boone. Yeah, ew. Um, And also, Locke is a psychopath. So, you think? Really? I don't know if he's a psychopath. I don't know. I don't. I think he's just like he's just on. He's on a mission, and he just seems to know what's right on this island. I feel like I can't just fucking hit somebody in the back of the head and then tie them up. But someone like Boone is needs that. It, that's the thing. Situation. It's like it's like Locke has he's convinced me that it is what Boone needs, and I'm not normally one. But I mean, you Locke guys to know determine me. that. Okay, listen. This is what I was going to say. Is I'm not normally one that would follow like the shaman guy. You know, I want to be on Jack's side, and I'm I'm like liking science and whatever. But it's like the results. He's producing them. Like Boone changes. He just becomes a better person. And I, it's like, of course, you can't go around hitting and drugging people. That's ridiculous. But on this island, I don't know. I'm buying it. I, I guess that's at this point in the show, that's where I am is is yep. I'm, I'm buying Locke's, Locke's stuff. Anyway, sorry. They're already Excuse going you. like Lord of the Flies at this point. <laughs> <laughs> you say you, you, you're buying it Locke, <laughs> Stock, and Barrel? Oh, God oh, damn it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ben, what's your final impressions, please? Um, I mean, I I'm bummed that Shannon was was uh, resurrected from the dead. Um, I'd like to see her just in the rearview mirror. Um, obviously, the the sister fucking is is just is god awful and gross. Um, but I do really like I like um, Locke's sort of his kind of rise. In these episodes, I like watching his arc as he sort of becomes that the sort of, uh, I don't know, the sort of figurehead. Um, and it's I'm glad to see that, like, you know, Boone is actually um, finding some purpose, such as it is. And then um, I, I really, really enjoyed the uh, the whole, like, Jin and Hurley thing. I thought that was a, a fun little sub story that sort of injected a little bit of humor and a little bit of... Uh, uh, I don't know, just a little bit of fun into what was all in all a pretty kind of dour episode. Um, so I yeah, really like heavy, it. I, heavy ethical yeah, questions. In this yeah, <laughs> I think that's and I, I liked it for that reason. Um, it had just enough, you know, a lot of salty and just a little bit of sweet. All right. <laughs> I thought it was a great episode. Of course, it's shockingly gross, but for me, uh, the biggest part of this episode is not even around Boone and the sister fucking. It's about Locke coming into his own and really starting to... Oh, wait. I, I thought the problem was that Boone was coming into his own. Ugh, I saw it <laughs> as soon as you interrupted. I knew what you were going to say. I saw it coming. Oh, my God. 
So anywho, that's really, I mean, that's really all, all that I have to say. I, you, you see Locke coming into his own as a leader, uh, even if at least right now it's just a leading boon. Uh, you can see how he's sort of growing into this, this role of channeling the island, which um, I think is great. So, Derek, final impressions and lasting questions. Yeah, I really like this episode, too. I mean, it does show, even though I thought Shannon was pretty bad before, she's even worse. Yeah. And I do like, um, I did like how Locke helped Boone kind of like, you know, see his way to maybe make him better able to survive on the island. Mm -hmm. Even though he did knock him out and drug him. And, and I was sad that Shannon wasn't actually killed. But the sibling <laughs> sex didn't gross me out as much, I guess, because I don't have siblings. I'm an only child, so I just can't relate. But my two biggest questions were, was or are, where does the hatch lead? Because we know it's obviously a door. And I wrote this down is why does the monster look like smoke? Wow. Okay. So I'm going to tell you one of those questions will be answered <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to tell you which one. Um, and also they're not, whichever one is answered is not going to get answered quickly. So hang tight, Derek. <laughs> 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 we got a ways to go. So next week, we have episode number 14. It is entitled Special. It's coming to you from Christy, and it's a Michael and Walt episode. Join us next week. Bye. 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 Lost in My 40s is a Space Bear Media production. Executive produced and edited by me, Lacey J. Sound engineering, editing, and original music by Benjamin Trim. Like and follow Lost in My 40s on Facebook to interact with your hosts. Plus, follow Space Bear Media on YouTube to watch our episode pre-shows. You can also find us at Space Bear underscore media on Instagram and Twitter. Or come to our website, spacebearmedia.com. <laughs>